Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is episode number 633, but it is the first episode that is being recorded at the brand new recording studio at the Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center. So we are really excited. This is an exciting day for us, something we've been waiting for for a long time. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about some stuff that's happening in the culture. We're going to talk about uh, the study this week over at MomStrong International. We'll just touch on it a little bit. Uh, but overall, I've got some really good news for you. So stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so today being the 11th of July, and July is just whizzing by, if you guys have been following my Instagram stories, you've seen that my house is legit turned upside down. And so I have been like absolutely buried in this like little home renovation project. My sweet man is still speaking to me, so that's good. <laughs> but I'm telling you what, I am not a girl who deals well with chaos. And there's a lot of chaos at my house. And I think uh, yesterday I I uh, put some stories on Instagram because every time they send a new crew out to like do a different installation, um, they bring their own music with them. So like Monday, we listen to a lot of Russian techno music. On Tuesday, we listen to a lot of mariachi bands. And I was like, this is perfect because it's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> I told my husband, like, I need some taco stat. <laughs> but uh, it's coming along. So uh, we're having fun. Well, we're actually... Fun's not the right word. I, I wouldn't say fun. We're uh, we're excited to see it get finished um, because I've got a whole bunch of things coming down uh, the pike, not the least of which is next week I start the recording for uh, Prayers for the Battlefield. If you have not pre-ordered Prayers for the Battlefield, it will make a great gift. Um, I am probably, well, I think I've told you guys this, but I am so excited about this book. It is something I've been praying about for a long time, something that the Lord put on my heart. And it's a great follow-up to becoming mom strong because there are so many things we're dealing with right now that we really just need the Lord's help. And so as I wrote Prayers for the Battlefield, uh, by the way, it's beautifully illustrated, um, lots of hand-drawn arrows on the front of it. It's a purple, like a purple, royal purple uh, uh, cover. You guys are going to love it. But this book was really written for uh for every mom who is just wanting to stay in the in the game. And I dedicated it to the memory of my grandmother. Her name was Eunice. And her fierce love for God's word and her dedication to passing that love on to her grandchildren is still bearing fruit today. And so uh, my hope is that Prayers for the Battlefield is going to encourage you. It was written for every mother who prays that someday the same will be said of her. So take courage, you guys. The battle belongs to the Lord. Speaking of taking courage, uh, I did something that I'm I'm actually doing. I'm stretching my comfort zone uh, recently. And I'm telling you what, I went on Monday night to uh, our school district meeting in Battleground, Washington. You guys know that I homeschool my kids, but they are adopting or they're talking about 
adopting uh, a um, a new sex ed curriculum called Flash. And so I looked it up. I've had several people email me and call me and want me to go to this meeting. And there were hundreds of people that showed up, basically hundreds of parents who protested, you know, were there uh, in protest. Because if you know much about the Flash education uh, system, it really is. It's uh, It was written in partnership with Planned Parenthood, which Planned Parenthood is not about preventing pregnancy. They're about preventing birth. We should be really clear as to the agenda of Planned Parenthood. And also, they're very much into the uh, the pushing of a transgender education program into the public schools. And so I've had a lot of parents ask what they can do about that. And my, my, uh, my deep conviction is to say, get off the bench, show up to these meetings. It absolutely matters. If you want to make an impression on your school board, uh, show up to their school board meeting. And we saw the power of this firsthand the other night because this was the first thing on the agenda was to vote on whether or not they would adopt uh, this flash education into the school district. And there were so many of us there that they took it off the docket. They literally voted to table the discussion, which I found uh, both empowering and discouraging <laughs> at the same time. But the, one of the things that bothered me was that the uh, the chairman of the board said that he had been he was sorry, basically, that all these people were there because he said, we, you know, we're politicizing sex education in our schools. And I just wanted to stand up which would have gone way outside of Robert's Rules of Order. But I wanted to stand up and say, this is not about politics. This is not about politicizing anything. This is about uh, morality. This is about our children and what we're what you're teaching them about who they are uh, as a person, about who they are sexually. And there was a young uh, woman there last night who identifies as a boy, and she said she feels bullied in school. And of course, I don't think that 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 that's right. But I believe that parents, I mean, this is not just about teaching our children the basics of biology anymore. Uh, sex ed across the board is promoting a transgender and a homosexual and a pro-promiscuity agenda that is bad for our kids. And so I would just want to encourage you, if this, if that's happening in your neck of the woods, uh, get out there, get off, get off the bench. And you're going to need a crowd if you have if you're going to want any hope of influencing uh, your school board. And parents need to be prepared whether their kids attend their local public school or not. Uh, parents need to uh, be prepared to attend school board meetings and to speak during public comments. We can write letters. Let your voice be heard. Uh, it's so important for you to do that and to uh, to stand in the gap for your children who are being told that they are the opposite of who God says they are. And as believers, we uh, we are are commanded really to be salt and light and uh, and to be loving in the way that we approach people with whom we disagree. So we want to remember that our enemy is a common enemy. We have a common enemy and his name is Satan. And he loves these people. I mean, that I my heart breaks for every transgender person that I have met because their struggle is so great and their struggle is so real. And so I'm not here to deny the struggle, but to say that because uh, this very small percentage of our population is having this terrible struggle, that somehow we need to indoctrinate our, our children to believe that they can change their gender uh, is ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. And so... I just want to encourage you. I've been getting lots of emails from you, lots of Facebook messages from parents who are are frustrated and rightly so that this is being taught to their children. And I just want to encourage you, you don't have to keep your kids in a school system that doesn't respect 
your authority as a parent or is going to teach your child something that you know to be false. Uh, if you're in the uh, metropolitan area of Portland, Oregon and Vancouver, Washington, we have opened the Homeschool Resource Center here. This Saturday, actually, in just a couple of days, my friend Lee Bins, the homeschooler, is going to be here teaching parents how to homeschool their kids through high school. And then in the afternoon, we're going to do a Homeschool 101. So that's coming up this weekend, Saturday, the 14th of July here in Vancouver, Washington at the Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center. The reason that my husband and I started this Homeschool Resource Center is because we want you to feel like you have options. Parents need to have options. We are not, uh, we we should not be um, made to participate in a, a program because we feel like we have no other options, which we know that program is hurting our children. And that's where so many parents find themselves today. So if you're in the Portland area or the Vancouver, Washington area or Longview or Gresham or anywhere around here, uh, come on out this Saturday, uh, 9 a.m. Lee Benz will be doing a three-hour workshop. We're asking for a $35 donation per family um, because it's costing, obviously it's costing us money to bring Lee here. She's kind of a big deal. I love Lee. She's a great, uh, she's a, a, a dear friend of mine and she's an awesome educator when it comes to uh, educating parents on how to homeschool through high school. So she'll be talking to you about transcripts and how to write them and how to do grades and how to issue credit and how to find scholarships. So it's going to be a great opportunity. And then at 2 p.m., we're going to do Homeschool 101 for the newbies. uh, And that will be done. Well, we're doing all of it really just to talk you guys down out of trees. So we hope that you'll come and uh, we're excited to have you. Also, uh, typically on Wednesdays here, we talk about MomStrong International. We are so excited to see how MomStrong is growing. Uh, we are, we're going to be over about 8,000 of you pretty soon. And I want to encourage you more and more to join us in the Bible study uh, at MomStrong International. So you can download the Scripture Writing Challenge, share it with your friends. You can start a MomStrong group uh, in your neck of the woods. And the whole point behind it is to encourage a generation of mothers to be strong in the Lord and to know who God says they are. Because honestly, the the world's going to tell you who they think you are, and they're going to try to get you to to look at yourself in a way that's not consistent with what God says. And so that's the heart behind MomStrong International. That's part of the study uh, this week. We're continuing. We're on week two. Uh, Is that really in the Bible? We've been talking about Uh, verses that have been taken out of context. Last week, we talked about uh, the verse in Matthew where uh, Jesus said, don't judge lest you be judged. And we talked about context and how important context is. We got to go back. You can't just cherry pick a verse. You got to go back and you got to see what's in front of the verse, what's behind or what's after the verse. Uh, You know, like it's like I'm always telling my children, this is how we study prepositions. You know, we learn prepositions by saying it's over the box, it's in the box, it's around the box. The same thing is true when learning context in the Bible. So what's what what's happening contextually makes all the difference in the world when we are learning uh, to rightly divide God's word. And so we want to just encourage you to do that. Uh, this passage this week uh, is, is uh, taken out of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 to 13. So I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. And then we're going to pick up just a couple of highlights from the study. You can go deeper with me and you can download the study for your kids, which is Kids Strong by becoming a member at MomStrong International. And I just want to encourage you, like I always do, your membership there allows us to continue to uh, promote this podcast free of advertising. And so we want to encourage you to join the MomStrong International, and it costs about $8 a month, but I'll tell you what, that $8 is going a whole long way. It's like a loaves and fishes thing over here. So uh, please check that out. 
And uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. We changed the format this time to an eight and a half by 11. And I took it out of my beloved uh, booklet form because I know it was frustrating some of you. So I hope that it's uh, encouraging you. So here is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 to 13. For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestor, this is a warning basically from, from, uh, from Israel's history. So this is the Apostle Paul. I'm gonna give you guys, I'm gonna give you guys some context. Uh, this is the Apostle Paul talking to a very sick church. The church in Corinth was struggling with their identity in Christ. They had forgotten who they were in Christ. They had forgotten that God uh, had rules for them and ways for them to live. And they were basically resembling Sodom and Gomorrah, even inside the church. So the apostle Paul is saying, listen, you're not living the way that God wants you to live. And so I'm gonna remind you of what happened to the Israelites when they strayed outside of God's created order, when they began to ignore what God said to them. So here's this is how he is starting. That's sort of the context and the background behind chapter 10. So he says, for I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud that they had passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink. They drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them, and that rock was Christ. Now listen to what he goes on to say in verse five. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them, and their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now, these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. Do not be idolaters as some of their as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in revelry. We should not commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in one day, 23,000 of them died. Verse nine, we should not test Christ as some of them did and were killed by snakes and do not grumble as some of them did and were killed by the destroying angel. Apparently God takes grumbling pretty seriously. Moment of silence for everybody who grumbles. Preaching to myself. (laughs) Verse 11, these things happened to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the culmination of the ages has come. So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. So Paul's gone through some exhortation, some conviction, and now he's going to come alongside and he's going to offer some comfort. And God is faithful. He will not let you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So if you've ever heard that God will not give you uh, more than you can handle, that's kind of what we're talking about this week at Mom Strong International, uh, is that really in the Bible? And I think most of us have either heard this said or have said it, including myself. But the question is, does God really promise not to give us more than we can handle? So I read to you a whole bunch more so I could put it in context for you so you can kind of understand where he's where this encouragement was coming from. He was saying, the Apostle Paul was saying, look, dudes, there some gnarly stuff has happened to people who did not follow God. But be encouraged because no temptation has ever uh, overtaken you except what's common to man. He said, God's faithful. He's not going to let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. And when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so that you can endure it. And so as always, the key to understanding the Bible is to study it. And Bible study is an essential part of becoming approved unto God. We read about that last week. That's straight out of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. In the Greek, the word temptation is parasimos, and it means an experiment or a trial. 
And knowing this, I think, makes a difference because now we can see that the verse tells us not one, but two things. First, it says our tests and trials and temptations are really not that uncommon. Uh, they happen to all of us. This is why I'm always telling moms, you know, when I when I, when mothers tell me, man, this motherhood thing is so hard, my, my first, you know, uh, reaction is like, right? <laughs> motherhood, motherhood is hard. Uh, and it's hard for all of us, whether you have two children or you've got 12 children. Uh, this is a common mother, this mothering thing that we're doing, this parenting or fathering or whatever it is you're doing um, is difficult. Uh, but listen, precious one, when trials come to believers, God steps in and he promises not to test us beyond what we can bear. So we know that God's going to provide a way out so that we can endure the trials. But does this mean that God won't give us more than we can handle? Well, the simple answer is yes. But the point of God's promise here is to demonstrate to his children that he's never going to leave us alone. He's never going to leave us to deal with our stuff on our own. And so it becomes about perspective. And as believers who trust in the sovereignty and grace of God, we don't need to be prisoners to the what ifs of life, all right? So we are gonna encounter things in this life that test our strength and our resolve. And we are gonna face enemies that are bigger than we are. But God says we will never face an enemy or a circumstance that's bigger than our amazing God. We might have to deal with things that are out of our control, but the message and the hope of the gospel is that we will never have to deal with them alone. We will never be left to deal with them alone. And I love that because Jesus has promised us some wonderful things uh, in his word. We know that our salvation is secure because of his death on the cross. We know that he will never leave us or forsake us. We know that he calls us friend, that he loves us. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4 verses 8 and 9, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we're not driven to despair. We're hunted down, but we are never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. And if you've ever felt pressed on every side by trouble, you might want to write this verse out because this verse is for you. God is saying, I am with you. I can't help but think of this time last year when we were dealing with the unimaginable suffering uh, that was uh, that my nephew, Bobby, encountered in that car accident. And I, I posted on my Facebook page from my laptop uh, the other day, just a video of my husband and I singing to Bobby uh, while he lay there in a coma and literally just unresponsive. And we sang over him and we prayed for him and we reminded him that God was still with him. God was with him in the deep. God is the healer. And we either look to God when we're struggling or we forget that God desires us to be whole. And we need to know that as a, as a, uh, as men and women, as daughters and sons of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, no matter what happens to us, we are never left alone. God is never surprised by where you end up or the circumstances. Even when the circumstances take you by surprise, God is not surprised. You're never going to arrive on the scene before God does. How do we know that? Because his word assures us that no matter what lies ahead, God is already there. And so this this week's study, this idea, I think we throw it around. Like, God will never give you more than you can handle. But my goodness, men and women, he will give you things that you think, I can't handle this. And then he will show up and you will be amazed. I love that God's word says that he's near to the brokenhearted, that he binds their wounds, that he cares about us, that he collects our tears in a bottle. God hates the suffering that is happening here on this earth. It was This is not how God designed the earth to be. But you know what? He loves you. He loves you, and the Bible says he has made a way out. 
And so trust him. Trust him in it and cling to his word today. I want to encourage you, if you are not studying God's word with me, uh, my friend Jennifer Dukes-Lee is going to be on the show with me on Friday. She's just she's just finished a brand new book that I think you guys are going to love. But she and I had a great conversation about the importance of prioritizing the word of God and not getting so busy that you forget to prioritize God's word. So um, this is why we were doing MomStrong International. This is why we're doing the MomStrong Conference. And then one more thing before I leave. We are getting ready to announce the launch team. If you want to be on the launch team with me, which is going to be a hoot and holler in good time, uh, if you want to be on the launch team with me, you've got to pre-order uh, Prayers for the Battlefield. You can get that directly from Tyndale. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it from me. You can get it at Barnes & Noble. Just make sure that you uh, keep uh, a copy of or a screenshot of your receipt because that's what we're going to be asking you for. And then we're going to have a great time. Uh, you're going to get a, a copy in the in your email, uh, an advanced copy of Prayers for the Battlefield so that you can read it along with me. And then we're going to be talking about what God says we will encounter on the battlefield and exactly how he says he will meet us every step of the way. You are loved men and women. God loves you. His heart is for you and his heart is only ever always good. And the Lord loves to hear the sound of your prayers. He longs to answer you. He deserves your praise for what he has done on the cross and what he will do in your life, whatever may pass. I love this song. And whatever lies before you, we can trust in the name of the Lord. We can sing his praise. He is always with us. You guys, I hope you have a fantastic Wednesday. I hope you get to love on the people that you love. I hope that God's doing amazing things in your life. I would love to hear from you. If you've got some feedback from me, I would love to hear it. Remember that the Homeschool Resource Center in Vancouver, Washington is hosting uh, How to Homeschool Through High School and How to Homeschool uh, 101. Uh, That's coming up this Saturday on the 14th. We hope that you will join us for that. It's going to be a great time. And if you're interested in supporting uh, supporting this ministry, we would be so blessed uh, by your monthly donations. You can do that by uh, uh, going to e-giving, and we linked back to that in the show notes today. Also, you can send a donation in the mail to us. We would be so blessed uh, by that. Those donations help us to do the ministry that God has asked us to do. You can send those to us to Firmly Planted Family, uh, 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. Have a great day, everybody, and I'll see you back here with my friend Jennifer on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.